Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Hey there, and welcome back. For this episode, I wanted to discuss one of the biggest myths about freelancing that is out there. This is something that I kind of had in my mind when I first heard the term freelancing, even before I really knew like what freelancing was, or I knew it was an opportunity. I had this idea, and I see it a lot too, so I know I'm not the only one. I see it when people comment on my Facebook ads or when people first start learning about freelancing with the questions that they're asking and even like all around in the interwebs. One of the biggest myths about freelancing is that the income will not be stable, that it will not be consistent, and that it will not be good income. And when I say good income, I mean have the ability to replace your full-time income. First of all, that is 100% false. Second, most of the women I know and work with are making more than their corporate job working less hours from home, some up to triple. And you know what? Those that are at that triple, there's room to grow beyond that too. It is crazy. It's amazing. And this lifestyle is possible for you too. Now, if you have a skeptical or unsupportive husband at home or parents or friends, I remember my parents when I was first starting, my dad especially just kept telling me, oh, go get a job at X, Y, and Z. You'll make more than you're making as a teacher. You'll be able to afford a nanny and all this stuff. And I was like, that is not what I want. So if you have a the, those skeptical or unsupportive family members, this might be a great episode to listen to, take notes, maybe share it with them, or just share your notes with them afterwards, or just kind of casually listen to it when they're around so that they can hear as well. So in this episode, my goal is that we are going to bust this myth. I want to show you how stable, how consistent, how profitable freelancing can be for you. But then I also want to give you one of the biggest keys and secrets that leads to landing that consistent, stable income because not everyone is able to achieve this. But the women that I work with, this is one of the big factors and secrets, I guess, to why they have that stable, consistent, predictable income that they can count on that they feel confident quitting their jobs with. I'm so excited. I hope you're excited. Let's dive in. So one of the biggest objections I hear from women that watch that workshop and download my other free resources or come to my Facebook group is, I can't do this because I need consistent income. My family relies on my income. I can't quit my job until I have replaced my income. Guess what? Me too. You are not alone. 
everyone in the history of the universe, now that might be slightly exaggerated, but you get the idea, who has started a freelance business or their own business needs their income. The women I work with in Overwhelmed to Overbooked are no exception. We are real moms across the world who have decided to take control of our lives and our financial futures. We are real moms who were either the breadwinner or a secondary income that was very much needed to pay for those bills and babies. Now, in this episode, we are just going to focus on the consistent income piece. But if you are also needing help on how to build your business on the side of your full-time job, check out episode 30 with Val Bright. She gave some great tips on how to financially prepare to exit your nine-to-five job while you're building your freelance business. So check that out. It was a fabulous episode. Val is awesome and great with money-saving hacks and tricks for moms. A little backstory though first. Before I started freelancing, I really had no idea that freelancing and the way that I know it today really existed. Probably a lot like you now or a few weeks ago or months ago. My idea of freelancing was a starving artist who lived downtown and peddles money to make a living. Totally not the life I wanted or the life that I could have gone after to replace my income because yeah, kids, bills, babies. However, with freelancing or with any business really, there there can be this feast and famine mode. The feast part is when you are rocking it, you're making all the money, life is good, and then the famine is where clients dry up. You have no prospects to replace your previous clients, so you go from making big bucks to making pennies. Sometimes it's like a cycle. There's a high month, a low month, high month, high month, low month, and it can be very unpredictable. This isn't really anything that I have ever dealt with because I built my business the right way, the smart way. But last year, someone called me out in my Facebook group for only showing the positive side of freelancing. It wasn't intentional. I am just naturally a very positive person. I believe that negativity and negative thoughts are wildly contagious. And second, the feast and famine just wasn't part of my experience. So I didn't think to discuss it. And I do my darndest in my paid program, Overwhelmed to Overbook, to ensure that the women I work with are building sustainable, profitable business that brings their families consistent income each month. The secret to the no feast and famine life is retainer clients. Retainer clients are the secret to having that consistent, predictable, stable, profitable freelance business. What's a retainer client? A retainer client is a client that is on a recurring monthly contract. They pay you for your services in advance to ensure that your services will be available to them. The contract is typically a long-term contract or month-to-month until either party decides to cancel or if it's a long-term project retainer client, until the project is complete. The benefits of retainer clients are number one, there is less stress and less hustle when you have retainer clients. Yes, there is that initial hustle up front, but once the clients are landed, you have that consistent, reliable income because it's a month-to-month recurring revenue stream. You will also have the confidence when it comes to quit your job because you will have seen the consistency and the stableness from previous months. Once you are in a good working relationship with a client, they do not replace you. And as long as it's a good fit for you too, you won't replace them. So if your client signs you on at a $1,000 a month package, that's $1,000 that you can expect this month, 
next month and ongoing as long as it is a great working relationship for both parties. Now, the second benefit is that predictability. You are going to know each month how much you will be bringing in. If you are working to meet a certain goal, you will have a clear picture of where you stand and what you need to do to meet your goals. The third benefit is you also have protection, which is huge. When you are operating your business on retainer clients, you are paid in advance. This allows you to minimize the opportunity that you will be scammed. Now, most freelance work should be paid for by the client in advance. And in any industry, there's lots of scams out there. There can be lots of scams. I actually did, and we'll link to it on the show notes, but I did a video in my Facebook group, the Live Free Podcast Mastermind, walking you through how to tell the real opportunities, the genuine opportunities versus the scam opportunities. And just a side note, I noticed most of the scam opportunities coming from the job source boards like Upwork and Fiverr. And not to say all of them are, but I really don't recommend those routes anyway. And then also some from LinkedIn. And there can be some in Facebook groups. So go watch this video. It's very important for you to understand what are some red flags to look out for. But when you are building your business with retainer clients and you get that payment in advance, that is going to offer you so much protection that you don't have if you don't do it this way. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is what kind of services lend to retainer clients. Anything that is going to be ongoing. And when I say ongoing, if that just means something that the client is going to need help with month after month after month after month. So what kind of services lend to retainer clients? Virtual assisting, social media management, copywriting, tech services, Pinterest management, podcast management, online business management, anything that is going to have that ongoing need that the client needs from you each month. There are some packages and some services that are more one-off and won't necessarily be ongoing. Things like web design. Typically, when you get your website designed, it's a one-and-done project. Website copy, again, that's another probably one-and-done project. They hire you. They're getting the website designed or revamped, and they want to update their copy. You do that. It's a one-time project. When it's done, the project is done, and goodbye. Also, logos and branding is another, tends to be like a one and done project service. So that's just what comes to mind kind of off the top of my head on what could be ongoing versus what is more one and done. But that doesn't mean you are SOL if you offer any of the one and done services. I just want to challenge you to have that in the back of your mind that if you are doing web design, if you're doing website copy or logos and branding, or something else that is just a one-time project where it's a start, a clear start, and a clear end date, I just challenge you to be creative. Is there a way that you can turn that one-time project into a retainer-type project for these clients that you can offer to them at the end of your one-off? For website design, think about it. What would they need moving forward to help manage and maintain that website? Is there something that you can create there? For website copy, is there other types of copy that they need? Do they need email marketing copy? Can you offer a refresh package a quarter? Just as your business is growing and developing, so does your client. So how can you help them make sure that their website always reflects where their business is at in the current moment and not where they were three months ago? And if you do the logos and branding, what is your client's pain point going forward? I'm guessing it's probably going to be creating beautiful graphics and PDFs that are true to their brand, the beautiful brand that you just created. 
How can you create a package that will help your client with that pain point moving forward? As the service provider, I challenge you to put on your expert hat and think about your client's problems after you complete their project. What can you offer them to help them? Get over the salesy, when I'm scared they're going to think I'm pushy or just want to sell them something. If you see a clear problem that they are having and that you can solve, if you don't offer to help them, that's kind of, that's kind of mean, right? So many times I see in my overwhelmed to overbooked Facebook group, people will say, and when it comes to following up, there's a lot of like, oh, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want, you know, I don't want to annoy them because I'm following up. But then I also see a lot of people that will comment and say, guys, I just landed that client because I followed up. I was scared to follow up just like you guys. I didn't want to be pushy. I didn't want to annoy her. But I sent a follow-up and she responded right away and was so thankful that I followed up. She had read my email, was super excited to work with me and then got sidetracked, got busy and just forgot. And we signed our contract and I'm starting working with her next Monday. That's a combination of a lot of different posts and different conversations there. So there are some ways that you can, if the services that you are offering don't necessarily like easily lend to that ongoing piece, there are ways that you can be creative to add that ongoing retainer piece there. Now, if your services are mostly project-based, here's what you can do to also at the same time while you're building up and being creative around that retainer package. Here's what you can do so that if you are offering more project-based one-and-done services, here's what you can do so that you don't have that feast and famine way of life. Referrals are going to be your best friend. And you know what? This, this replies to if you do have recurring retainer clients. Referrals are going to be your best friend. A happy client is the best marketing tool out there. There is something powerful about someone you are working with that loves working with you, recommending you on that Facebook thread or to their friend or to a random stranger they meet at a conference, recommending you and how awesome you are to work with than you just posting out there, hey, I'm fun to work with. You guys should hire me. It's way more valuable when your clients recommend you. So keep that in mind. When you are working with your clients... They are your best marketing tool. The second thing that you can do is have a system in place to consistently be bringing in new leads. And when you have a system in place, your system needs to be based on the performance metrics that you set for your business. Now, when you are setting performance metrics for your business, I want you to focus on the performance metrics that you can control, right? You can't control that you have five discovery calls a week can you, right? That's just not something you can really control. But you can control how many pitches you send out a week or how much time you spend building relationships and networking in Facebook groups a week or how many in-person networking events you attend a month. You can control those. If you need a refresh on performance tasks and the different types of goals, I want you to listen to episode 31. That's where I walk you through the three different types of goals you need to set for your business and how setting these three different types of goals is is going to actually help you accomplish the goals that you set instead of just setting goals and being like, okay, cool. Yay, shoot, that didn't happen. Listen to that episode. It's awesome. Also, as you are focusing and tracking your performance metrics, you need to know your numbers. What is your call conversion rate? Are you on track to meet your goals for the next month? 
If not, you need to be proactive and step up your performance tasks. If you're not on track, if you know that you have a 50% call conversion rate and you need three clients booked next month to meet your income and you only have one client signed, you need to get two more clients. That means you need to have about four more calls on the books. If you only have one call on the book, you need to step up the performance task, step up the performance metric, whatever metric is tied to your strategy to land clients and step it up there until you see, okay, I've got the four calls. Maybe you want to get a couple extra buffer just in case your metric changes, or maybe some of them, you know, you could move on to two months out project base. And that just brings me to my last thing of what you can do to make sure that you are securing the consistent stable income is that no matter what, never stop networking, never stop focusing on your performance tasks. As you build your business and you're working towards like your max capacity clients, you always need to still keep up that networking in some piece. As your client load increases, the networking piece can decrease too, but it can never go away completely. Because if it goes away completely, you're going to be a little SOL because the last thing I want to touch on is this. Nothing is ever 100% guaranteed in freelancing, in life, in business. And that stable, cushy corporate job that you think is your security blanket, yep, nope, nothing's guaranteed. As a freelancer, you will have clients cancel your services, whether it's them or you or a combination of the two. You will have clients quit you. You will also have clients that you quit. It happens. And it's not the end of the world as a freelancer. It's the end of the world temporarily when you are an employee because when you are an employee and your corporate jobs decides that they no longer need you like you can afford you, whatever the case is, you are completely SOL in that moment. You had all your eggs in one basket. Your corporate job lets you go or you decide to let your job go. You go from that extremely cushy income to zero. When a freelance client lets you go or you decide to let them go, you don't go from cushy to zero. You just lose one piece of the pie. And that one piece is a hundred times easier to replace in a full salary. And it's less scary because if you've landed one client, you can land another. And if you are building your business, the smart Michaela, the overwhelmed to overbooked way, you will never ever stop the networking. You will have a fallback to replace that client income. You will not be SOL. Now to wrap this episode up, I have a little bit of a challenge for you. But first, if you do not have the consistent, reliable income, please go check out Overwhelmed to Overbooked. I can help you get there. Through the step-by-step content, the course community, and the weekly coaching calls, you will have everything you need to be successful. Just go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash overbooked to join us. Now your challenge. I want you to think about what your income goal is. And then I want you to think about creating a base retainer package, one that is around a thousand and one that is around $500 a month. Then I want you to figure out how many clients you need to meet your goal. If your income goal to quit is $3,000, that is either three clients at your $1,000 package or six clients at your $500 package. Focusing on three to six clients seems way more doable to me than focusing on $3,000. What about you? Come share with us in the group how many clients you need and how far away you are. And if you're wondering how long could it take if I sign up for overwhelmed to overbooked, how long can it take for me to reach that my goal income? Here's my standard answer. It's going to depend on the work that you do, the effort that you put forward, 
what action you take. If you sign up and follow my steps, or if you sign up and then get distracted, or if you sign up and get stuck and, and don't come and lean on me to help you work through where you're stuck or the course community, if you aren't taking the action, this answer is not for that. But if you sign up, you dive in and you, you follow my steps, you implement. I like to say just plan on the first month to get yourself acquainted with building your business, working through the content, going through the course, spending about five to 10 hours a week building your business. Then month two, you're going to hit the ground networking hard. And I like to say, expect to land if you are focusing on the methods that I teach, you're putting 75% of your efforts towards your performance goals. You can plan to land about one to two clients a month. So you can plan on landing about $1,000 a month. So if your goal is $3,000, you might meet your income goal in about four months. If your goal is $5,000, about six months. If your goal is $6,000, maybe about seven months. That's just kind of on average a good realistic estimation that I can provide you. Now, your next steps to come tell us in the Facebook group, I want you to share with us what your income goal is how many clients you need, and where you're at now. Let us help hold you accountable. That's all for now. I hope you have a great week and I can't wait to see you in the group. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.